But it is that simple point that when businesses position themselves as the most important thing in the story, it doesn't leave space for the customers. Like you're actually blocking your customers out from being able to be part of their own narrative. Welcome to No BS Business School, the podcast for small business owners and solopreneurs to get the straight talk on how to turn your passion into a profitable business. Do you ever feel like you're trying to keep your head above water running your business? And every time you get online looking for help, all you see is the same cookie cutter advice that never produces the results you want? I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning business strategist, online educator, and your host. And I believe that the path to success in business shouldn't be a mystery. It takes planning, mastering the boring stuff, and learning to ignore advice that will never serve you. I'm here to help you through the messy parts of your business so you can enjoy the life you're creating for yourself and your family. Each week, I share strategies to help you grow your business without the fluff, gimmicks, and nonsense that's filling your feed on the gram. If you're ready to cut through the BS and build a business that's authentic, impactful, and profitable, this is the show for you. Let's keep it real. I spent the better part of my career working in the charity sector and the nonprofit sector in Canada, but I started in for-profit. And I have to say that I learned more about business working in the nonprofit sector than I ever learned working in the for-profit sector. And I mean, learned more about how to run a successful business, which may seem really strange because they're talking about charity and people don't equate charity and business together in the same world. Like people just don't, you don't think charity and think business, which is a problem that a lot of charities face and why they struggle so much. But business is done very differently in the charity sector than it is in the for-profit sector. And when I stepped out of the charity sector and I opened up this business, I took everything that I had learned from all of those years that I had spent raising money and working on operations and hiring and firing and campaigning. And I put it into this business and also into everything I teach. And I very strongly believe that if you want to make more money in your business, you need to start thinking like a charity. And I know right now you're like, what, Jan? You want me to think like a charity? And I don't mean the fact of like, think like a charity, like don't pay yourself. That's not what I mean. What I mean is think with a charity mindset when it comes to how you set up your business operations and how you set up your messaging and your campaigning. And I'm going to unpack that a bit for you today and teach you some tricks and some things that are going to help you be able to actually make more money in your business really quickly. There are only a couple of ways to really make more money in your business. You either increase your pricing or you increase your conversions. So the number of people that actually end up buying from you. And in the online space, generally conversion rates usually run between two to 5%. So that means like two to 5% of the people that you have in your funnel right now are actually going to end up converting over and buying from you. That's pretty normal for online business. In my own business, I generally convert anywhere around 20 to 35%. So that means anytime I'm running a launch or a campaign or opening doors up to be able to bring new students in, generally 20 to 35% of the people who are kind of hanging out with me will end up becoming students. And that is very much because I run nonprofit funnels in my business. And I use all of those things that I learned working in the charity space in order to be able to raise that much money really quickly with very small groups of people. And I know how to do it in here. I just applied it into the for-profit space. And I want to talk to you today and kind of show you some ways that you can do the same thing because you don't need large audiences to make a lot of money in your business. 
And you most certainly can be making more money than you're making right now if you use some of these things as well. And the reason I convert that way is because I use charitable techniques in everything I do in my business. So I'm not thinking with a for-profit mind when I'm actually building out all of my launches and all of my campaigning and all of my messaging. I'm thinking with a charity mindset when I'm doing that. And it's a complete advantage over anybody else in the sector that I'm in because nobody else has walked into the world, this world, understanding the nuances and the gifts and the way funnels are run in the charity sectors and how they convert on a higher rate. They convert more often. People become repeat customers on a regular basis and you have very little returns and very little churn in your business, like almost none. I've never talked about this publicly before, and I'm actually really excited to be talking about this because this is to me the what I would say that I am most excited about when it comes to business development. What we're talking about today, I'm great at this, which is about learning how to sell in a way that's authentic and meaningful, and that's going to make you a lot more money in your business than you are now by understanding how to be able to campaign instead of sell. And I love this topic so much that I'm actually going to be doing a five-part podcast series starting on August 8th, teaching you one tip a day over five days on how to set up a funnel and a campaign plan to drastically increase your conversions and grow your revenue. So I'm going to touch on some things right now, but make sure you tune in from August 8th to the 12th for that full series. Because if you have an offer already in your business and you are looking to increase your conversions and you are looking to make more money, this podcast series is going to be a game changer for you. I'm a little excited about it. When I worked in the charity sector, I had massive targets that I was responsible for, which means that I was given a number and I was told, you need to raise this money, you need to do it in a usually a one-year time span. And I would come in and I would be told, you know, we need 600,000, we need 750,000, we need 1.2 million. Now get out there and do it. And in order to reach those goals, there were some really key things that I had to do every single time. And there were some mindset things, again, that were different than what happens in the for-profit sector. And the first thing I'm going to say, if you want to make more money in your business, you need to steal this thing that's done in charity, which is center the donor as the hero in the story. And for you, that means centering your customers as the hero in the story. And if you look at any nonprofit or any charity that's successful, you will see that the messaging they put out on a regular basis isn't about them. It's never about what they do. It's never about what they accomplish. It's never about like that they are the ultimate fix to everything in the world. It's about the donor is the hero in the story. The donor is the person who can change people's lives. The donor is the person who can cure cancer. The donor is the person who can give a child hope back. The donor is the person who can save the puppy from the puppy mills. It's always about the donor. And the big mistake that happens all the time in the for-profit sector are business owners centering themselves as the hero. And I see it on websites. I see it in messaging. I see it in social media. And that simple mindset shift of going from this is all about me to saying, no, 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 I'm going to look at my business with a customer-centric approach instead is one of the things that's going to significantly change your revenue abilities, like significantly. Donald Miller talks about this in his book. It's one of my favorite books, um, Building a Story Brand. And when I read that book, the first time I read it, I was like, oh, he must come from charity because everything he's talking about is what we do. 
which he didn't. And that actually surprised me a lot. So, but it is that simple point that when businesses position themselves as the most important thing in the story, it doesn't leave space for the customers. Like you're actually blocking your customers out from being able to be part of their own narrative. And so they'll go look somewhere else because they don't think you need them or they don't think they have a place. They don't think they belong. They don't think they matter to you. They just see that you're, you know, they're a target or a goal or, you know, a bottom line number. They're a sale. And that's not what they want to be. They want to be guided toward being able to solve the problems in their lives. So if you want to start thinking with a more charitable mindset, that's going to lead to more revenue, change that thinking in your business. If right now you look at your website with a critical eye and you look at it and it's like, it's all about you, you're going to lose out on money because people don't care about you. They care about what you can do to help them and how that is going to make them the hero. And I got asked that question all the time. I still do all the time is why do people give money? Like, why do they donate money? They just do it for a tax write-off. Like that's what it is. And it's never about the tax receipt. Never. It's actually something that really bothers me. Even this many years later, and I've been out of the nonprofit world for a while now, but this many years later, when I hear people say that, I'm always like, "Mm, you never worked in that industry. You don't understand philanthropy. The reason why people give significant gifts is because they can't do the things the charity can do. They can't make that change happen. But through that gift, it gives them a chance to feel like they are changing the world. And it's the same thinking when we think about our customers. It's through that transaction. When they pay you for something, it's giving them the power to change their life. You are the guide to help them get there. That's our role. Do you feel like the business you dream of is within reach, but you can't figure out how to take it to the next level and really start making the revenue and the impact you want? Then I'm here to help. Sign up for a free 30-minute no BS funnel audit and let me help you get dialed in on where to spend your time to grow your customers and your sales. Funnels can be tricky things, but if you want to take your business to the next level, you need one that's working in your favor. Sign up today and you can join me on the No BS Business School podcast for a personal audit session to help you get your business in front of more people. Head to janditchfield.co forward slash audit to secure your spot today. The other thing that's done very differently in the charity sector versus what happens in the nonprofit se- or in the for-profit sector is the way that we cultivate relationships. And this is something that I take a lot of pride in. I do this in my business a lot, like cultivation and really work on building your authentic relationships, understanding how to be able to get to know people in a, in a different way, in a deeper way, spending the right time with the right people and earning that the right to have that relationship. And that's something that we do in charity. Like it, the cultivation process before anybody makes an ask is a long process. And in the for-profit sector, there's like rarely cultivation done, if like ever it's done. And instead what happens is people are just out there selling, 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 like buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And it's like going on a date and before your drinks arrive, you've proposed to somebody like for the first time, like a blind date, right? It's the same thing. You've done no warm up before you've earned that right to ask for something. They're not going to say yes to you. 
So that ability to cultivate those relationships is one of the reasons why conversion rates go are so much higher. It's very rare in the charity sector for a fundraiser who's really good at what they do to ever hear someone say no to them. It's very rare. It does happen. But if the no comes, it's usually because we didn't do our job properly. And the same thing I always feel is if you get a refund request or you get in your business, it's because you didn't do your job properly. And that refund request part of it is also the stewardship part of things, which is also in the funnel system that works that is run in the charity sector is a five-part funnel instead of a four-part funnel. And that fifth part is stewardship. And stewardship is just continuing to love on somebody and to make them feel appreciated and to put them back into the funnel again to start cultivating the relationship again to earn the right to ask again for a sale. And when we don't steward our relationships properly in business, that's when we get refund requests come in. That's when we really clearly hear no's. That's why we don't convert at higher rates. So if you want to go, if you understand conversion rates and you're like, you watch them, I want you to start watching them if you don't, but I want you to watch your sales rates. And if you're sitting in those two to 5% and you're like, you know, I don't understand how to get it higher. It's because you're not stewarding. And a big fault with so many business owners when it comes to understanding stewarding, it also ties into networking. And it's the thought process that I need to network with my competition and I need to network with like-minded people in my industry and I need to spend more time hanging out with other people like me if I want my business to grow. And I got to tell you clearly, hanging out with other people like you isn't going to do jack all for your business growth. Like nada. What's going to grow your business is hanging out with your customers and your potential customers. Other people like you aren't going to buy from you. Why, why are they going to buy from you? There's no reason. So when we spend all our time networking in groups and we spend all our time doing like, you know, accountability meetings and we spend all our time having conversations with people who are just validating what we already think or know about ourselves as business owners. And we don't spend any time actually validating with the people who pay us. You'll never get your business to grow where you want it to go. Like never. When I was in the charity sector, I would rarely ever, ever hang out with other people who were in my industry. Like it was very rare. Once in a blue moon, I'd hang out, we'd have a coffee, we'd do something like that. I never joined the societies. I was never part of the associations. I never did any of that. All of my spare time was spent getting to know people who were my potential donors or getting to know my donors on a deeper level. And when I teach this skill set to my students and I talk to them about understanding really getting into the mindset and understanding the psychology of what makes people buy, that's learned from the charity industry because I had to learn what's going to make people give. And I always talk to my students about the 3 a.m. wake up, like the thing that at 3 a.m., your ideal customer pops her eyes open, they're sweating, they're staring at the ceiling and their mind is racing. And whatever's causing their mind to race you need to understand that if you want to grow your business, you need to be able to name it. You be able to, you need to be able to articulate it back to them and you need to be able to solve it. That will set you apart from your competition in a heartbeat. But in order to know that you have to know them, which is why stewarding is so essential in business and cultivating those relationships matters deeply. And that's why I'm going to talk about 
what that on one episode during that series that I'm going to be doing starting on August 8th. And the last thing that's really done differently in the charity sector from the nonprofit sector is in the charity sector, we campaign. So in order for us to be able to reach those targets that we're given and those like, then there's significant profits for most of us. Like when, when you work in that industry and you're really good at what you do, you get big numbers given to you. And the only way to achieve that is actually by mapping out your full year and understanding when you're going to ask and where you're going to ask. And that's called campaigning. And I do that in my own business right now. That's how I started my business again, was I sat down and I said, okay, these are my goals for the year. This is how much money I know I want to make. And I set all of my campaigns for the year. So when I'm launching, it's never random and it's never sporadic. It's always very targeted. And there's a very detailed plan that runs every single launch that I do. And that constant campaigning that happens during the year is what leads to being able to achieve those goals. And it's also what works really well for businesses with smaller audience, for organic growth strategies. And what I talk about in the business success timeline When I say, if you want to get into phase three, like you want to go from phase three to phase four, and you really want to dial in on understanding how to make significant money in your business, it's campaigning, learning how to do it, knowing how to do it well, and understanding the nuances that are involved in implementing that, like how it rolls out every year. And one of the reasons why launches don't go well, or they don't, you don't make as much money to launch as you expected to, or you wanted to is because the launch doesn't actually have a campaign plan put around it. So a lot of business owners will get an idea and they'll say, I'm going to take something to market. You know, I'm going to put a course out there, or I'm going to put a webinar out there, or I'm going to put out this new offer. And I'm just going to announce that it's open for sale. And then I'm going to sell it, but I can't get the conversion to happen the way that I thought it was going to happen. And that's because there's no campaign strategy in place for it. And I'm going to rock some boats when I say this, But a webinar is not a campaign strategy. And the work that I do with my private students, my one-on-one work that I do is all about setting up campaign strategies in their business so that they have all of those things in place throughout the year and they can rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And it's taking them from having, you know, good revenue to great revenue without feeling overwhelmed or feeling like they're constantly chasing after people without feeling like they're being salesy and pushy. Instead, they're learning how to be able to think like a charity, to center their people in the middle of the story, to cultivate that relationship, to steward it, and then to continuously campaign so that they're able to help more people throughout the year. So if you want to make more money in your business, start treating it like a charity. And if you want to learn how to do that, make sure to check out my five-part podcast series that's starting on August 8th. So from episode number 83 to 87, I'm going to break down for you how to set up a funnel and a campaign plan that's going to drastically increase your conversions and it's going to increase your revenue in your business as well. So make sure to check it out and subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss it when it drops. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.